0: Welcome to the Teach the Geek podcast, where engineer and author Neil Thompson talks with STEM professionals about public speaking, a struggle for many of us. Whether you're a novice public speaker or a proficient one, you can always pick up tips on how to improve. Here's your host, Neil Thompson. Hi, everybody. I am Neil Thompson. I'm the founder of Teach the Geek. It's an online platform for STEM professionals. The first offering of Teach the Geek is a public speaking course called Teach the Geek to Speak. To learn more about the course, you can go to teachthegeek.com. That is teachthegeek.com. I came across this article called Seven Grammar Hacks to Elevate Your Writing and Public Speaking. Public well, speaking. It was written by Amy George of By George Communications and it was featured in Inc. magazine. And it had quite a number of, of tips in here. There's grammar mistakes that I'm sure a lot of us make. I know I do. <laughs> I was reading through the, the list and the first two really jumped out to me. So let's go over them a bit. So the first one is the difference between using I and me. And I know for a fact I mess this up all the time when I speak. I mess it up when I write. I just mess it up. Period. <laughs> so hopefully it's not just me that's that's in that boat. But uh, it, from the from the article, it, the main di- the difference between I and me when you use them in sentences is you use the subjective form, which is I, you, or I, you, he, she, it, we, etc. If the person is the subject of the verb, and you use the objective form, which is which would be me, you, him, her, it. If the person comes after a preposition. Now, you might be wondering what a preposition is. I actually had to look it up. <laughs> I didn't know what a preposition was. But it's a it's a word that usually comes before a, a noun or pronoun that relates to a, a different part of the sentence. So, for instance, the sentence, let's see, let's give a, an example here. She and I ate lunch. So I would be a, a noun or a pronoun. And so you, you use... I because it's, uh, it's in the subjective form and it's the subject of the verb. So she and I would be the subject and the verb would be ate. So you even could replace she and I with we. Yeah, that works. We ate lunch. <laughs> kind of make, make it easier on yourself. <laughs> that's, that's kind of like what I like to do. Another example is you and he left on time. So because you and he are the subject, it comes before the verb. That's why you would use he. But then you'd use the objective tense or the objective form for, for uh, when it comes after a preposition. So for, this, for instance, the, the sentence, between you and me, it's curtains for her and them. So because between would be the preposition in this case because it's the word that comes before a noun or a pronoun. In this case, you and me would be, you would be the pronoun, so it comes before that. And that's why you would use me as opposed to, say, be, between you and I. Because there's a preposition there, and then the, the second part of that sentence is it's curtains for her and them. Again, for would be the preposition, her would be the the pronoun again, and then the reason you use them is because you have a preposition before her and them. And that's it's definitely going to be something that I now do try to do a better job of at, at keeping track of because I know for a fact I've butchered that numerous times. <laughs> uh, I, I, Honestly, a lot of times when it comes down to it, I kind of go with what sounds better, but not necessarily what's grammatically correct. But if we want to be cr- grammatically correct and you want people to think that we're smart, <laughs> we want to, you want to use the right grammar. And then the next, the, next, the next example from this list is who and whom. This one, I, I mess up sometimes, not as much as I and me, but I definitely mess this one up more than i should. <laughs> and then perhaps you all are in the same boat. But so the the author actually says it's a good idea to 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 keep track of them is him goes with whom and he goes with who. And the good way to keep track of that is, is because both him and who whom start with or end with m that's kind of a way to kind of i guess keep them keep that in track, keep that on track. And then, obviously, the other one would be he and whom. So, for instance, the sentence, who did we meet? We met him. Mark is the one whom whom we met. And you would use whom because it goes with him. You know, we saw him. Get it, right? Then the next one would be who went first? He did. Matt is the one who went first. And because we said he, he did. And he goes with who, H o w h no who <laughs> man i'm messing this up myself <laughs> but then who would be the one that matches up with the uh, with with he so as i said he goes with who him goes with whom it's definitely something that uh, as i said i i mess up every now and then and i'm going to do a i'm going to try to do a better job at at keeping track of i highly recommend looking at this list that that the uh, that amy george uh, that wrote for this for this article It it will only help you become a better public speaker by just using better grammar, have people think that, okay, this person's actually worth listening to. They're they're using proper grammar. They must be intelligent. (laughs) So I'm definitely going to do that, and I highly suggest that you all do that as well. Again, my name is Neil Thompson. I'm the founder of Teach the Geek. It's an online platform for STEM professionals. The first offering of the platform is a public speaking course called Teach the Geek to Speak, To learn more about the course, you can go to teachthegeek.com. Again, that is teachthegeek.com. Until next time, please take care.